Welcome to Super German Pod, a podcast for learning German with stories, brought to you by Becky and Chris. Hi, Becky. Hi, Chris. How are you? I'm good. I'm very excited about the story today. It's one of my favorites. Is it? Oh, I didn't know. It is. It is called Unusual Laws from Around the World, and it's the one text that you chose. Thank you for choosing one of my favorites. <laughs> so, Unusual Laws Around the World is a very cool topic to talk about because I'm, I, I know I read a lot of articles that, that some countries have really funny laws. I don't know. I just couldn't think of a German law that is really weird, actually. It might be worth Googling that for once. Yeah, but I remember seeing one law or seeing something on TV. There was a street sign which was completely dirty and you couldn't actually read the sign anymore because it was too muddy. So someone saw it and he thought it's quite dangerous because the sign said you have to be careful with the kids, school kids, they're crossing the streets. So he thought it's dangerous. I just go and clean the sign. But that wasn't allowed. A company is supposed to clean the signs because they have special detergents because the surface of the street signs have a special coating and you're not supposed to destroy it, so you're not allowed to clean it yourself. So he got fined for cleaning the sign. But so you, you get fined for, for trying to save kids, Yes. actually. Exactly. Okay. So oh that's a God, funny that, law in Germany I know about. That's quite something, I have to say already. I'm excited about what's, what's in the text. I hope there's, there's not too many funny German laws, but like maybe from, from other countries. Yeah. Um, shall we get into it? This week, Becky and me, like we decided that we're doing it a bit differently. We're going to read hand in hand, like the English sentence first and then the, the German sentence right at the beginning, because we thought that might, that order might be better to really comprehend and to get along with the text first. Yeah, and especially when we start with this text, because it's B1 and you really should understand what it is about. Yeah. Okay, then let's start. Yeah. Unusual laws from around the world, B1. Außergewöhnliche Gesetze dieser Welt. All over the world, there are laws whose meaning may not be immediately understandable. Auf der ganzen Welt gibt es Gesetze, deren Sinn möglicherweise nicht sofort nachvollziehbar ist. In New York City, for example, you're not allowed to open your umbrella in the presence of a horse. In New York City darf man beispielsweise seinen Regenschirm nicht in Anwesenheit eines Pferdes aufspannen. This could frighten the animal and lead to accidents. Das könnte das Tier erschrecken und zu Unfällen führen. In Singapore, only registered street musicians are allowed to perform. In Singapore dürfen nur angemeldete Straßenmusiker etwas aufführen. Anyone singing unannounced in subways or on the side of the road must pay a heavy fine. Wer in U-Bahnen oder am Straßenrand unangemeldet singt, muss eine hohe Geldstrafe zahlen. A heavy fine also awaits anyone who fails to flush in a public toilet in Singapore. Eine hohe Geldstrafe erwartet auch jeden, der in Singapur auf der öffentlichen Toilette nicht spült. In Switzerland, 
residents are also prohibited from flushing at night in certain apartment buildings. Auch in der Schweiz ist den Bewohnern nachts in bestimmten Wohnhäusern das Spülen untersagt. In a Paris train station, kissing has been banned since 1910. In einem Pariser Bahnhof ist seit 1910 das Küssen verboten. In the North American town of Eureka, men with mustaches are also not allowed to kiss women, probably due to unsanitary facial hair. Auch in der nordamerikanischen Stadt Eureka dürfen Männer mit Schnauzbart keine Frauen küssen, was wohl auf einer unhygienischen Gesichtsbehaarung beruhte. I was wondering, you live in Switzerland. Can you flush your toilet at night? I gotta check the rules, I have to say. There are, there is quite some catalogue in those units where you live because they're very uh, heavy relying on community, on neighboring community and everything. Maybe I, I didn't read the fine print um, so far. Maybe I actually did break it a few times already. So, so I'm definitely gonna, gonna read that. That's interesting. It's probably in like older communities where that might be still going on. Mm. Yeah. Talking about like New York City, I heard so much weird laws in, in New York City. Mm -hmm. I wonder where this is coming from. It's probably they have this case law, right? Where they really make a special law out of, of something. Whereas except for code law, it comes more from a, like an overall thing. So special case is just like a horse. It's before like a horse stood somewhere and there was somebody opening the umbrella, and then they just have this law right after. Another thing was that you're not allowed to stand on a carton or something at a sidewalk. Something is, is really like very, very special cases, um, but I'm, I'm not a lawyer, so <laughs> I don't know how that can actually come into their books, into their law books. Yeah, we have weird laws in Thailand too, from a Western point of view, weird. It makes sense here. So, for example, you're not allowed to point the soles of your feet towards a Buddha statue or people. I think I remember that when I was in, in Bangkok, I got I got bad stares when, when I just sitting at the Buddha with actually having my legs pointed <laughs> towards him. And then, then after that, I knew. Have you ever been in Singapore? Yeah, many times I had family living there. Were you also afraid the first time to chew a gum or anything, doing anything wrong and you get fined? I was, I was at the beginning passively scared, let's say it <laughs> like this. There was one time where I was scared. I was in a train and I drank water. I had a bottle of water and I completely just forgot about the law. And then after I drank it, I was like, oh, oh no, there's a camera. <laughs> I hope I'm not going to get yeah, fined. <laughs> Is this the small sweat that you have in, in that in that moment and you're yeah, so so happy happened. when you then can leave that's great yeah cool we went through the story let's just listen to it one more time auf der ganzen welt gibt es gesetze deren sinn möglicherweise nicht sofort nachvollziehbar ist in new york city darf man beispielsweise seinen regenschirm nicht in anwesenheit eines pferdes aufspannen das könnte das Tier erschrecken und zu Unfällen führen. In Singapur dürfen nur angemeldete Straßenmusiker etwas aufführen. Wer in U-Bahnen oder am Straßenrand unangemeldet singt, muss eine hohe Geldstrafe zahlen. Eine hohe Geldstrafe erwartet auch jeden, der in Singapur auf der öffentlichen Toilette nicht spült. 
Auch in der Schweiz ist den Bewohnern nachts in bestimmten Wohnhäusern das Spülen untersagt. In einem Pariser Bahnhof ist seit 1910 das Küssen verboten. Auch in der nordamerikanischen Stadt Eureka dürfen Männer mit Schnauzbart keine Frauen küssen, was wohl auf einer unhygienischen Gesichtsbehaarung beruhte. Ja, dann next section I saw you picked three keywords today. Yeah. What keywords did you pick? So the first one is Gesetz, which means law. And I picked that one because it's an important word. But it's also similar to the word gesetzt, gesetz, gesetzt, which is a completely different word. It is gesetzt, is the participle from setzen. And the only thing that is different, apart from that gesetz is a noun and it's written with a capital G, is that gesetzt, which means set, ends with a T. So one is T, set, and one is T, set, T. And you have that very often in German, words that end with tz and some with tzt, which are usually verbs. It can be very confusing, I think. I, I think also from a pronunciation standpoint, um, like having gesetz versus gesetzt, yeah. like you really need to pronounce this last t, like walk the last mile and then pronounce it. So don't be lazy. Yeah. <laughs> pronounce the last t to, to really get the tzt out with gesetzt. What is also interesting, yeah. the z or the z is pronounced tz, set, tz. So it seems weird that you actually need the t. Even if there was no t, you would say gesetz. So if someone learning German mm -hmm. might think, why is that a t? That is true, definitely. Let's, let's look at the next one. Yeah, the next one I picked Regenschirm, der Regenschirm, which is umbrella. So Regen, most people might know that by now, means rain. The word Schirm, there's no actual translation for that in English. Anything mm -hmm. that you open up like an umbrella is Schirm. It can be a parasol or a sheet, a sunshade, whatever you want to call it in English. Whenever you open that, it is Schirm. So for that exact same thing, there is no exact translation in English. You can have Regenschirm, umbrella, but then Sonnenschirm would be parasol, different words. That is interesting because like Regenschirm is obviously the compound noun, yeah. which has like two nouns, Regen and Schirm, and then for Schirm there's no exact translation existing at all. What about the last one? Last one I picked spülen, to flush the toilet, which we had mm. in the text. But spülen would also refer to wash the dishes. It might be a bit weird because when you think of flush, you don't really want that water, which is flushed away, to be near your dishes. But So interesting. So what am I not allowed now in Switzerland? Am I not allowed to go to the toilet at night or am I not allowed to wash dishes? No one, I mean... Uh, Unless they know. have a camera, we'll not know if you go to the toilet, but you're not allowed to flush. <laughs> Probably the, it's the toilet and not washing the dishes at, at night. Yeah. Okay, let's uh, move on to the, to the grammar section. You picked the participle to as adjective or as adverb. Not an easy pick. Yeah, participle to. I picked this one 
because we always talk about it. Is it an adjective or yeah. is it an adverb or is it a verb? It's in between. It's neither nor. So I picked that one. It originates in the verb. In this context, it's in the sentence. In Singapore dürfen nur angemeldete Straßenmusiker etwas aufführen. So the word angemeldet officially is actually an adjective, but it comes from the word anmelden, which is a verb. Mm -hmm. Just because it is an official adjective, because it is used very often, um, but usually those kind of words that originate in the verb are not officially an adjective, but they are also not a verb, actually. Mm -hmm. Maybe as an, another example is like if we do food ourselves, like we love to make food ourselves and we have this word selbstgemacht, yeah. right? Like selbstgemachte Bratwurst or something. <laughs> yeah, that would be okay. difficult. Yeah, maybe that's not maybe the best example. We like to buy that more. Selbstgemachtes Brot. Yeah, that is that is what we like to do. So, yeah, I guess those are good examples so that you sometimes can actually think of verbs as adjectives. And it, it also forms like easier sentences if you it gives you a tool more to describe things, right? You just sneak it in this verb as an adjective and, and describe things more precise. Yeah. Okay, let's come to the quiz section. So we have three answers for this. Wann darf man keinen Schirm aufspannen? The first answer is in New York City. The second answer is in Anwesenheit eines Pferds. And the third one is weil es Unfälle geben könnte. So, the correct answer for the first question. Wann darf man keinen Schirm aufspannen in Anwesenheit eines Pferdes? So when are you not allowed to open your umbrella when a horse is present? And then the second answer, wann darf man seinen Schirm aufspannen, wenn kein Pferd anwesend ist? So when are you allowed to actually open your umbrella when there's no horse present? Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the way how you can solve this is because you're asking for a certain moment here in this questions, right? And and if you say a certain moment and the answer is like in New York City, that's actually providing a place. And the third one, weil es Unfälle geben könnte, is actually a reason. So, but you're actually asking for a certain time when like a certain moment or something. And that is like, if a horse is standing next to you, don't yeah. open your umbrella. Yeah, exactly. I think that's it for, for today, for the story today. Thank you very much, Becky. Thank you very much, Chris. And yeah, we are always happy about your feedback um, for our podcast. And see you next time. See you guys. Bye-bye.